President Trump told reporters that China should launch an investigation into the Bidens. He then corrected himself by saying, I meant China should launch an illegal investigation into the Bidens. <laughs> Clarification. <laughs> it's very important. A group of Trump supporters ambushed Elizabeth Warren in an airport, calling her Pocahontas. To be fair, Trump supporters call anyone Pocahontas who isn't married to their own cousin. And finally, twin births in the United States are declining. Ever since Hugh Hefner died, nature seems to have lost its enthusiasm for twins. The Trump Report starts now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Trump Report here with an all-star panel. I'm Christian Blatt. Tamara Brown. That sounded sarcastic. <laughs> Just everything I say sounds sarcastic. <clears throat> Hello. It, it is an all-star panel. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has Tamara Brown and Scott Moore. I say that sincerely. This is an all-star panel. I am saying it very sincerely. <laughs> I am. Uh, I mean, obviously, if I was on a panel by myself, it would be all-star. Mm-hmm. But I've added two stars to it. If Chelsea were here, it would be a four-star panel. Ooh. We don't have that today. Occasionally we've had a five-star panel, but it's been a while. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. Maybe, just maybe, next Tuesday, which we'll talk about a little later. But Scott Moore, back. I'm back. From the front lines in Florida. Yes. (laughs) Are you, uh, is it it a voting machine shopping season down there yet? uh, It's getting there, yes. So, you know. Is the the butterfly ballot back in season? (laughs) Are we going to get that in uh, 2020? I hope not. Everybody wants a butterfly ballot. Come on. Uh, all it, right. It worked so well the first time around. Yeah. Well, it depends on who your point exactly. of view is. For some people, it worked out really well. So uh, how do we feel about the Kurds, Tamara? Ah, oh, the Kurds. Well, say la vie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess, uh, I mean, we used to care about them, I thought. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's There's been so many things over the last few years where you wonder, like, oh, well, maybe this will be the time that Republicans uh, stand up to President Trump. And I'm not saying that they all have problems with him, but those who do have... Pat have, Robertson did. <laughs> Pat, Robert, Pat, Robertson Pat Robertson sure did. Did, yeah. did. Does not think we should withdraw from Syria. Well, and, and he thinks that that puts... What was the quote? It, it jeopardizes President Trump's mandate from heaven. Yes. I think. That's something like yeah. something along those lines, Which yes. we all knew that he had a mandate from heaven, <laughs> right. obviously. Yes, from that huge uh, election that he, he won. Well, I you mean, know, if, you go, if you go if you go by the electoral college, I mean, that you know, was a landslide. Absolutely. You know, my, hey, my 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 Jesus was elected from the electrical <laughs> electrical college. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that. All but right. we're just really, we're they really was we're spiraling. Yeah. No, it's Ooh. fine. So uh, I, I I didn't expect the, the the you know the pull out of Syria and the uh, basically President Trump saying screw you Kurds. I didn't think that that was going to be the thing where even Mitch McConnell was like, well, yeah, that's a terrible idea. You know, I, I'm just surprised <laughs> mm-hmm. that that's that a good got Mitch McConnell. I, I didn't even know I was going to do it until I opened my mouth. So uh, maybe that's what it was. I didn't think too much about it. But uh, Scott, are are you surprised that this is the thing that did it? Not even I'm, I'm not even saying that any of them are wrong. <laughs> I, I would I would be inclined to agree with Mitch McConnell on this issue. Yeah, it, it was interesting because a lot of people uh, on the you know, Twitterverse, we're talking about that too, about, and, you know, social media that basically, you know, at first on, on yesterday morning, it was like, okay, well, you know, now this is the one thing. It wasn't the kids in cages. It wasn't the lying, the corruption and all the other things that happened to be this. But then as we moved along today, it's sort of already kind of fallen by the wayside by, by most uh, Republicans again to be replaced by impeachment uh, 
type of thing. But I, I think it was just the way that it was done. Uh, I mean, even Donald Trump has, has a quote. Of course, you know, he doesn't live in reality. But he had an actual quote where he said, where he spoke and said that we don't want to leave the Kurds behind. And we it's not, you know, in the best interest of everybody. And then sure enough, he's doing this in, on a Sunday night. Um, I guess Sunday nights become the new Friday night for dropping the horrible news um, because it was at a time where people well, were expecting it, it, that. It means you know Chuck Todd's going to have to wait a whole week to right. talk about it. So maybe maybe that's why Sunday night is is the new Friday. Right. Uh, Tamara, President Trump said before making the decision that he quote consulted with everybody. Um, <laughs> I think that even if that's true. Just consulting with everybody doesn't mean you're going to listen to any of them. He consulted right. with Don Jr. Yep. He consulted with Ivanka. <laughs> do you think he asks Baron? You know, and I know we're not supposed to talk about his kid, but you know, just in general, do you think he asks? Him, no, what do you think about this? That would be ridiculous, mm, right. Christian. I mean, I I would probably trust his opinion better than Jared Kushner's, but what do I know? Also, by the way, and again, we're not disparaging Baron at all. Have you seen how tall he is? In three no. years, he's like a full head taller than Trump. So good for him. <laughs> so that means, you know what? Poor, that means he could... Poor kid. That's mm-hmm. going to cause him some, some well, turmoil in the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, especially if it's like Bill Gates and he's going to cut his kids out of uh, out of his I world. don't even think he asked... Um, uh, who's the other one? <laughs> Not Don Jr., but the other... Eric. Eric. He didn't, Boy, I, he didn't I, consult Eric. I had a, I I had a deer in headlight moment he, where I'm like... I think he I'm consults... Like, <laughs> I think he did consults... He, did he consult Tiffany? Don Jr. and Ivanka, and that's that's it. I don't think he asks Eric much. I don't think he asks we've, Eric We've talked about Tiffany. She's Martha Maple's daughter, so, you know, it, yeah. it's it, like that It kind of doesn't count. Like, Baron counts because it's the current wife. Really, it's just... It's the, the, original, uh, the original recipe of uh, the Trump offspring. So, uh, I, I, I mean, it's not, it's not surprising that so many people are being outspoken about this, but I well, really, it's, it's horrible. It, yeah. yeah. That's why. But I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that, that this is really the first time where you're noticing like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, not everybody's in line with this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you are, and we always talk, Scott, about the impeachment clock. And while it is not a majority, I and, and you know it's one poll, but I saw a poll that uh, now forty nine percent of Americans feel that it's there. I don't even know that they're saying it, to impeach him, but they're saying like, yeah, yeah, let's do the impeachment. Here. No, I mean it's up to forty three percent to have him removed from right. office. So even that's like so you know, that's gone way up. And yeah. I mean we can get into more detail in in a, in a moment, but it, it's it's uh it's interesting the type of of, of game they're they're betting on now, uh, Trump and, and the administration. Um, and thinking that, well, the game that has worked so far for well, three years, which is right. say whatever you want and, 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 and don't let anything like the facts get in the way, which you know, right. that's kind of a bipartisan approach at times. Right, but they take it to a whole other level, and the stonewalling and the completely ignoring subpoenas and, and uh, things that uh, I know other presidents have done in the past, administrations, namely Nixon. Um, but th- the issue with that is it's going to eventually come back and, and bite them. Either they're hoping that if they can stonewall long enough, that they're hoping that if he does get impeached, they can just be like, look, it's a political move by the Democrats. We've done nothing wrong. And they're hoping that if they don't get the, the facts out and any of the, the stuff out there, that now it looks more like a partisan fight is what I'm guessing they're thinking. So that when he is impeached, because now he's made it more likely he's going to be impeached by avoiding actually you know, agreeing to these subpoenas and everything. But I'm guessing their thought process is, well, if they have no proof or anything out there, they're going to say it was all a political move anyways. And I'm guessing that's what their 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 whole 
talking points are going to be. But I think it's it's a really bad move on them because the more that they do this, the more again that the the uh, American people are up from being like we're we're kind of done with this ridiculousness. So I I mean they're doing it at their own uh, warning here, knowing that they know that they're going to be set up to maybe having a few more Republican senators jumping um, and to potentially vote yes to have them removed from office. Meanwhile, and I don't know if you're going to talk about this down the line yet, but does it seem like it's more likely that his tax returns are going to, he's going to have to turn over his tax returns soon? Yeah, mm-hmm. because so uh, it's... It he's se- got to be sweating, mm-hmm. you know, buckets of KFC right now. Like he's, he's really oil under oil. pressure let, right now. Let us know in the chat, what does it smell like when Donald Trump sweats? Oh, From Malahide I, I would mixed say, with chicken. I would say uh, KFC. So I would say it's a mixture of 11 herbs and spices and, and NutraSweet. <laughs> At least I Eleven think that, herbs and yeah, right. spices, including Old Spice. Yeah, well, that's the most important one. Uh, Tamara, let me know what you think about this theory. Mitch McConnell coming out in favor of the Kurds. Mitch McConnell coming out? Yes. <laughs> you didn't see I that headline? S- oh. He's going to say he was never married to Elaine after all this when she gets <laughs> indicted for whatever. Oh, yeah. He, he, well, money. you know, the, the way that he, he, he'd be happy to throw her under the bus mm-hmm. if he felt like it would get him through more votes. Sorry. My question Continue. is, do you think... That there's some Kurdish population in Kentucky that we just didn't know about, so he's actually courting those voters. Because that's that's what makes the most sense to me. I think what makes the most sense is that uh, Trump is being pressured from Putin's now that everything else is, is the inquiry and the tax returns and all of this stuff is going on that could potentially prevent him from having a second term, if anything at all. So Putin's like, hey, man... Now's now's the time to yeah. to scratch my back. Mm-hmm. Um, but perhaps you've both heard. Uh, I've heard President Trump say many times there was no collusion. So I don't quite know mm. what angle you're talking oh. about. Why Putin comes <laughs> into this? I've heard many times that there's been I, no collusion. I am talking my crazy conspiracy theories oh. that that President Trump is just a puppet for Vladimir Putin. Call me nuts. That's fine. <laughs> I'll take the fall. So that's on you. That mm-hmm. that's your crazy this out there is, theory. Uh, the AfterBuzz TV is uh, at the discre- the opinions of the hosts and the opinions of the hosts only. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. Because you never know who here feels yes. like you know. Look, if Putin wants to come on, I'd be happy to talk sure. to him. Mm-hmm. I, I, he doesn't even have to put a shirt on. You know, <laughs> that was his birthday I, yesterday, wasn't it? What'd you get him? Well, well, what do you get? What do you get for the guy who's killed everyone? I, right? I, you know, I, I mean, he has I, everything. I think he got what he wanted. Oh, I, well, yeah. You think? Yeah, get, Sunday night was his his birthday gift. I guess it was yeah, early. From, this is this was from his, Donald Trump. This was President Trump's present to mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin. Mm. So, uh, also, President Trump has said that uh, Turkish strongman uh, Erdogan, I'm just going to go with his last name, uh, is uh, he expects him to come to the White House next month. Now. Uh, you know, he's said that about, oh, let's see, who has he said that, that he would invite? Uh, he, he said, of course, Kim Jong-un. He said he'd love to have Putin come to the White House. I think that the only people he doesn't want in the White House are the women's soccer team. I, I think he said that, that <laughs> they weren't welcome. And they, of course, said they didn't want to go, and that's why he said that, but still. Uh, but um, do you think, how likely is it uh, that, that you think, well, how likely is it you think that he's going to invite them all on the same day? Erdogan will be there. Putin will be there. Kim Jong Un will be there, and uh, it could be like a special episode of the Super Friends when like the whole Legion of Doom comes together, oh, and you've got Lex Luthor and the Joker 
and and you you know you've got everybody. They're all together, and Trump's like, yeah, this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys just run things for a little while. Well, I don't know if Kim Jong Un's going to be coming right now because he had a whole statement the other day, and all the the yeah, but talks just, fell through. He's just and... acting out. He's fine. <laughs> I don't know if they'll if they'll be on good terms by that. Point. Look, anybody who has a toddler knows what a tantrum looks like, and you know he he has right. A we lot have of, a president who's one, so it's quite we, we see it every day. <laughs> We've gotten to know it pretty well. Well, well, Tamara, what do you think about President Trump saying that Turkey is quote good to deal with? Do you think that uh, there are a lot of indications that Turkey's been good to deal with? <laughs> good to deal with. Um, that will um, endear him to uh, a large population of Los Angeles. Well, now you're talking. See, that that's that's what I was going for with the Kurds. But uh, I, don't, I don't think that uh, the city of Los Angeles is going to vote for President Trump. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not he, – he's not considering uh, – he's not considering us anyway. But um, – what was the question? <laughs> well, the, the turkey's good to deal with. It's and, turkey you know, good to the, deal with? The evidence, you know what? If he says so, then sure. Well, the evidence, uh, uh, Jake Tapper from CNN has uh, tweeted out over the weekend some old tweets from both the president and Ivanka. Uh, times, that I believe it was 2012. They were uh, both in Turkey uh, talking about what a great country it was and uh, celebrating the opening of uh, a Trump mm-hmm. property of some exactly. kind. Exactly. So... I think they actually have been great to work with. That's what just I was going to say. Not when you're the president, yeah. you know, but it's been fantastic to right. fantastic to work with. Yeah, right? they're good to deal with when it comes to cutting red tape, to building your properties and, you know, skirting absolutely. codes. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, wait, what's the verdict? Are we feeling good about Turkey or did, I think I got lost in the conversation? We're not feeling good about Turkey, right? I almost got convinced <laughs> that they were good to deal with. But, well, uh, for hotel properties. So if you want to, you know, I'm not trying to open a hotel there. So <laughs> well, I guess I would say probably not. All right. So that's uh, so it, it's neither Boardwalk nor Park Place. If you uh, go to Ankara, I think right. That's a capital of Turkey. Mm-hmm. Somebody correct me. That's all right. Uh, so the, uh, the there's a so it's a it's a bipartisan issue. This. Uh, this pull out of Syria, and we talked about Pat Robertson, obviously not partisan, but uh, usually a um, an apologist for President Trump. And I think people are willing to apologize for a lot of things that they even disagree with. We go back to Pat Robertson for a moment. He talked about just how immoral Bill Clinton was. And, uh, you know, President Trump's been married three times, but he, of course, has a mandate of heaven. And uh, both two flawed men, but I'm just saying, like, you know, they pick and choose their battles. This is the one. And I don't think it's going to change anything. And, you know, a lot of the media coverage has uh, unfortunately shown you some a lot of the uh, atrocities uh, in, in Syria, which President Trump seems to have the viewpoint that it's 7,000 miles away, which I think he might actually be right about. Uh, that part, and that you know, it's it, it, it's not our place to uh, get involved. And there are the he Trump has apolog- no problems with atrocities that are happening just <laughs> just a few miles away from us at our southern border. He has no yeah. problem with those atrocities. So I don't think it's a matter of distance distance yeah. from atrocities. No, that's a great right. Point. Well, and the problem is is that we already were involved and. And if we're not involved, unfortunately, I, I hate always saying that we have to be the, the world's police and standard because, you know, there are different players involved. But it's exactly playing into the hands of Russia and Syria and everything else when you, you create a vacuum there and you allow these other countries to come in and influence in a, in a neighborhood that is 
prone to having a lot of issues. And uh, if we don't have some kind of presence there, we allow for things to potentially escalate and, and get out of control. Um, and the fact of the matter is we already did get ourselves involved in, in things over there and, and continue to be after years. Um, and so it's it's a dangerous move. And again, it's it's kind of changing the whole dynamic. It's going against any of our allies and allowing the strong men and dictators and other world players to take a lead. Um, and, and yes, I get it. He's trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm saving troops from going there and, and fighting other people's battles and I'm trying to get people out of the wars and stuff. But you have to do it in a way that makes sense. But on the flip side, he's okay with going in and, and threatening Iran. Um, and he doesn't do anything about Saudi Arabia. You know, so it's like, again, you're going back to like picking and choosing. Uh, you can escalate issues with Iran, but then you're going to let the... Uh, Syria war go on and I can just imagine if it was Barack Obama who was doing this when they made the big deal about the red line and then the red line was crossed and then you know basically saying that you know he's not doing anything or he's avoiding uh, sending troops down there um, how much of an issue Republicans would be raising over that at this very moment I would say just as surprising as uh, Mitch McConnell is the fact that uh, Lindsey Graham somehow has uh, felt comfortable in criticizing the president, which is not something that... Uh, he I think did, was, did yeah, he? He sure did. He did, yes. He said it was short-sighted and irresponsible. So uh, I think that that's probably his quotient of criticizing President Trump for mm-hmm. this year, though. So I think he'll probably be quiet for a while. But... You know, Trump doesn't care. He doesn't. He doesn't see anybody as his friends. anybody Anybody says anything nice about him once in a while, he's like, oh, "Okay, great. This is a great. This is a great well, person." And, and that's something I don't understand why people continuously. And I, I get it, but people feel that they have to continue to kiss his ass. And I see, like, you know, if they turn against him, then he acts like a child and braids them on Twitter, like he did with Mitt Romney and everything. <laughs> but then it passes, and he moves on to a new shiny object. But the fact that everyone feels that they have to, you know continue to kiss up to him is is ridiculous because you can see he's not loyal to anyone but himself and and that's a sad thing and yet people continuously feel they have a need to kiss up to him uh we gave some credit to mitch mcconnell a couple minutes ago but uh let's talk about there is a viral ad that he's running where he's making sure everyone knows that uh, he will not let an impeachment hearing whatever the results he would not let it go through the house uh sorry through the senate no matter what the house does he's uh, he's going to stop it because i mean that's his job as far as he's concerned his job is to make sure that nothing actually passes his desk and, and gets voted on. yeah he doesn't actually do work right <laughs> which yeah maybe maybe that's appealing to some segment of america i don't know well at some point he has to by law essentially at least he, what I, my concern is that he'll just do it but he'll have to if it's voted on and 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 Trump is impeached in the House, and it has to go to the Senate, and they have to pick it up now. Is much of a trial that they're going to do? Is it going to be a sham? So they would have to actually do, that was my question, they actually yes. have to do something. They do have to do something now. How in-depth it gets, is, it could be a sham, and they could just shuffle some papers, and then they could all vote. Uh, but but they have to, as part of the process, move through in the Senate, and again, he can do as little as he possibly can. Um, Which he's shown that that's very exactly. Well, so yeah. I think that's that's uh, Trump's hope is the fact that if they can stonewall everything and they can't get any of these any of these the papers or the facts to come out or have anybody you know being interviewed um, and the Democrats vote to impeach him, then he can just turn it into a political partisan thing and rile up his base, and he can say, "Look, they just impeached me because I was not you know." 
doing paperwork and giving them answers for things they wanted, which was a complete, you know, sham and wasn't a real thing anyways. It was just a partisan witch hunt kind of thing. And I think that's what he's hoping on. And the Senate can do very little to actually show anything going on with the trial, not really bring up any of the issues and then hope that they vote against it, obviously, because you need 20 more Republicans to cross over to vote to have him removed from office. So I'm, ho- I'm thinking that's what they're betting on. Uh, and then that way they can he can play the martyr and, and rile up his base and then hopefully he can squeak out another election victory because he has very little room for error, um, as we saw in 2016, by the fact that he won by the thinnest of margins and any kind of shift in a couple of those states pretty much ends his hope for re-election can at this i ask point. a naive young person question hey there's a young person speaking <laughs> let's all sit and listen to uh, ryan from the booth i uh, yield my time to the distinguished gentleman from delaware i'm d- thank you sir <laughs> uh i am just curious so were you saying there's no way for him to i guess for the impeachment process to begin unless it goes through mcconnell no like, no no, no. The, so you can impeach in the house right you but can you impeach. can't remove him from office unless right. the senate vote and it's 67 67 yes two-thirds and I, you can get a few to jump over. You don't right. have 67 votes in the Senate. Not at this point. Not, not right now. Not, not at right this now. moment. So it goes yeah. House, then Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Right, exactly. And that's why a lot of, you know, we've talked about on this show that when it was the reverse, where it was a Democratic Senate and a Republican House, the Republican House would vote to overturn Obama seemingly every week. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm mean, sorry, Obamacare. Yes. They would like to have voted right. to overturn Obama. <laughs> they wanted to vote, they voted to overturn Obamacare, right. I don't know, like eight times. And like the Senate. 50 something times. Right. What do you th- <laughs> eight times in an afternoon. Right. And the Senate was just like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So, you know, it, it works uh, it, it both ways in that sense. But yeah, it, it, this is an issue that the Senate would have to take up. Yes, the Senate would have to take it up. But it, like we were saying, as much of, of how detailed they go into actually doing a real trial and bringing out the evidence and having people come speak and you know producing documents and thing called facts uh remains to be seen because like we're saying i think mitch mcconnell will do as little as possible so that it can be played up more as a political witch hunt and democrats were the ones that are you know trying to take them down and overturn an election that's their new talking point is overturning an election um (coughs) so that's what they're going to try to go with now and we'll see what happens but you know the the amount of people that want to see uh the impeachment query has gone way up over the past couple of weeks, and the amount of the number has gone up a lot. And and, and yeah. we, we like to put this in the historical context, uh, which the obvious comparison is Watergate. Mm-hmm. Not too far out, there's still the majority of the American people still was against impeaching Richard Nixon. Right. However, as it got a little closer and a little bit more, you know, it did actually flip eventually. But uh, it, it, I don't. I, my, I think I was reading that it was like maybe a month out. It was still not even well, half the country. Well, and, and again, you know, of it. Donald Trump plays this whole thing about like, oh, you know, and I'll do this map of all this red area. I'm like, oh, can you imagine impeaching this? Uh, but you tend to th- forget that in 1972, Richard Nixon won 49 states, something Donald Trump could only wish he could win. Um, he won by one of the biggest landslides in American history. And then a little well, over less than two years later, he's out of office. So it does that means nothing either. Yeah, I mean, I think the, there's also you know you can draw the parallel to like why did Nixon feel like he needed to investigate and you know get information on George McGovern who had no chance to win. It's like you're looking for dirt on Joe Biden. Joe <laughs> no. Biden's just going to give you dirt. You don't have to actually <laughs> dig it up. You know, he can't even he can't even keep his teeth in his I, mouth on television. Oh, right, yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's all part of Nixon's paranoia, and that's a whole other topic. No, but, but I mean, but it, 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 it's, exactly. It, Why it, would you even go when you're gonna, you're on your way to a landslide? I, I just can't wait for the movie where Anthony Hopkins plays Trump because yeah. you know it's going to be, I think, a, a lot of the uh, the same. Were you going to say something, Tamara? I feel like. Uh, 
we we weren't uh, no I don't remember at this point well, uh, oh I do I was gonna say like we talked about last time uh, was that like there have been an anonymous aides say I, I mentioned this that if if Republican senators were allowed to vote anonymously they would be in favor of impeachment mm-hmm. and uh, and then we talked about that there there should be term limits but I'm just pointing yeah. that out mm-hmm. no I, I think mm-hmm. that uh, you know I, and I think that uh, you know two terms for president seems to make sense and I think you can do a little bit longer in the Senate and yeah. the House, but not 20, 25 no, I think three, years. Three terms three for terms a senator, is good. 18 years, that's more that's than enough. plenty. And if you can't get it done in 18, 18 years, years, you shouldn't right, have been there. Right. You know, it, it's right. fine. Yeah. Uh, well, the uh, the White House has but told... But then we'd have no Bernie. Well, we, we, have... we, we barely have Bernie right now, <laughs> you know? I mean... He, uh, uh, we, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's why Chelsea's not here. If she's, uh, you know, rushed to his, his bedside, bedside to, <laughs> to try and, uh, and keeping Jane company, probably, you know, probably sure Jane needs somebody to talk to. Yeah, I, I mean, Jane. let's. You love Jane Sanders. I love Jane Sanders. <laughs> well, then Chelsea will show you the pictures yes. of her and Jane Sanders. And maybe I, you know, she'll, I believe she'll text her for I you. I believe there's a text chain. Yes, that there, I've I seen. think there is. Yeah. Yes, just with Jane though. Yes, not, not, you know, not with Bernie, but. Uh, so, you know, I mean, obviously, look, that's, the, it's, you know, as we look ahead to 2020 and the Democrats, the advanced age seems to be the issue that you talk about for Joe Biden, mm-hmm. you know, um, and Bernie always seemed to be, he seemed to be much younger than Biden, even though he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then you hear that he has a heart attack. So it's like, do you think that's going to make a lot of difference? I know he was polling third. Do you feel like there are people who are going to be a little bit less likely to support Bernie? I'll ask you first, Tamara. I don't think so. But then again, I don't I I guess there are the people that, uh, you know, what was it when Hillary coughed or something mm-hmm. like that? That made oh, we, such a big we deal. About or, that on this yes, show. <laughs> <laughs> the cough you know, world around the world. <laughs> th- things like that. Like it was a bad cough. By yeah. the way. It's so yeah. silly that that should yeah. mean anything. No, but, but a heart attack's not a cough. No, mm-hmm. but a heart attack is a big deal. But I, I, everybody knows how old Bernie is, and I don't think except Bernie, he doesn't seem to know how old he is. He I saw seems- a meme that was uh, Nelson Mandela saying. Remember, when I took office, I was two years older than Bernie Sanders is now. <laughs> I was wow. like, it doesn't really, exactly. I don't know. It's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah. he, no. uh, that's... Bernie didn't spend all that time in jail. Right. So, well, still, uh, like, two years older, it's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so, I don't, know, I don't know where to go from that. But what do you think, Scott, about, about you know, is, is Bernie's health kind of the defining issue right now? I mean, like, I'm sorry, but, like, it's just hilarious to be like, there are people that are older than him, just yeah. a reminder. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I, don't, I mean, Jimmy Carter's I, Jimmy out Carter, there. Hey, he Jimmy just, Carter could run for president again. He's I know. only done he, one term. He, he so. can have another term. And before he fell down, and, right. and it's not because he fell down, but when you see him on TV yeah. bruised, you're like, oh, no, don't, yeah. no, Jimmy, don't run again. But, yeah, he I, he could do a term. He, he, he could do a term at ninety. I think he's ninety six. Ninety five. Yeah. All right, just turn yeah, ninety five. All week. right, so he'd be ninety six when he won. Yes, yes, he would be ninety six when he won. You're right. You imagine those debates with Trump and Jimmy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> do you think Trump wouldn't even stand up? I think uh, he would just be like, ah, so this is fine. Yeah. Whatever you Bernie want to say, should Jimmy. choose uh, Jimmy Carter as a running mate. Oh, I love that. That, idea. that ticket would win. That's a great idea. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's look. Obviously, when you're dealing with people in their 70s and 80s, it's it it, it makes a difference. You know, I mean, it's uh, but 
I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like Bernie was the front runner and this happened. You know, I right. mean, he he already this already seems to not be 2008. You know, the 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 Bernie flame isn't burning quite as brightly. Uh, I think that uh, 2016. Tw- right, 2016. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. He yeah. didn't. He didn't yeah, run in 2008. Yeah. He stayed. He 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 got that memo in 2008 to uh, stay out of that one. <laughs> you know that that was Hillary's to win, but uh, Obama didn't get that memo. <laughs> no. Yeah. So uh, that they, they they got the mem- they got the memo to Biden. You know, actually, no, he ran in 2008, didn't he? <laughs> yes, yeah, he that's did. right. He's running. Every chance Christian has to throw some shade at Hillary. Hey, yeah. I I wasn't mentioning. You know, uh, President Trump said that. <laughs> Uh, Hillary should actually run, well, and she said, "You know, that's not a bad I idea." I don't, like that's what I've been saying. We talked about this from the and I said the same thing. I've been thing. saying this I'm, ever since she said she wasn't going to run. I'm like, well, she's going to run. No, Obviously, she's, she's going to run. Not, she's not going to uh, run. Although there was talk about it, before, and that's why he brought it up because there was this. You know, now there was this chatter that she might decide to jump in and run. Uh, especially she wouldn't really she, jump in, would she? <laughs> After seeing Biden she stroll on the same way. tweet, she yeah. said, "Do your job." I know. No, that that was later, but I mean, this was a couple of days ago where there was some chatter that she was considering jumping in, especially after seeing Biden starting to drop in the polls, and she thought this is a good time for me to come in. And now with uh, Sanders, I'm just attack, saying that's what I've been saying all but along. I said that, not running. I said that on this show too. I would never say never because you never know, especially with her who's had this drive yeah. since she was a little. Kid, look, I I wouldn't rule her out for running in twenty twenty four. Neither, you know. I mean, I think that's going. more likely than yeah. running this time. Actually, <laughs> I would not put it past her. But I, I maybe think... her running mate will be Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yes, in twenty twenty four, he's hundred. Yeah, what better way to celebrate? He'll just be a cryogenic head at that point. <laughs> oh my god, he could run with Ted Williams. Uh, so the uh, so I, I guess we're not concerned about Bernie. I he's I, he's not campaigning right now. He's still taking a break. Right. I, I think if. It does bring up, and I don't want to be ageist, but it does bring up those issues like we've talked about in the past, thinking about, okay, a first-term president, if he was to win, would be well into his 80s. And it does bring that up when you do think about the the, the type of stamina that you need as a president to be able to go. And, and it goes back to even Donald Trump, too, but he doesn't do any real work, so that's why he hasn't aged. But in the most no, part— No, he, he's, a, it, he's an, when you consider how much time he spends on Twitter, he's, cle- he's clearly a social media influencer. Yes, yes, that is, is definitely his job. Yes. He, he's, he tweets more than, I think, all the Kardashians put together. Oh, yeah. You know, everyone in, in that, that sphere who is technically, uh, you know, they, nobody tweets as much as he did on Sunday morning, you know. Sorry, 100%. No, but I'm saying, but it does bring up, having this heart attack does bring that back to the forefront. Is someone healthy enough to really take on a presidency when they're in their late 70s knowing that they're you know 80s approaching yeah. 80 years old for a first term it's one thing you know you had dwight eisenhower who had multiple heart attacks and uh you know back in those days they didn't really bring it up as much but he had multiple heart attacks before he was president when he was president and died eight years after leaving uh, the white house and at the time he was the oldest president ever elected and left at just under 70 years old but you, you know th- those uh, are just over 70 but that that did bring up attention even then. And then you had Ronald Reagan, same thing, where he was then became the oldest elected president. Now Donald Trump is the oldest elected president. Um, and it does bring up not just the age, but how's your cognitive health? And again, Donald Trump hasn't had any good cognitive health for years. But, you know, comparing president's decline, you see Ronald Reagan, how he declined through the years and ended up, you know, having Alzheimer's and passing away from it. But you do see that cognitive decline with uh, older people. Yeah, but, and, it, and, it is and I did have to look it up because I wanted to get it right. Uh, Reagan was 69 when he was mm-hmm. elected. That sounds like a child now. Right. When, you, when you're compared That's to what I'm saying, Trump right. 
And also, yeah, and look, you're talking about it being ageist. And I think it's ageist if you're like, well, I'm not going to hire him for data entry, Walmart greeter, you know, kiosk manager at at like a fast food restaurant because they don't actually take your order anymore. But, you know, to be president, you you look how much it aged George W. Bush, Barack Obama. I mean, Trump looked like this when he was so you know that's a but those two in particular right you really i mean clinton even bill you know? clinton you saw yeah. from he had gray yeah. hair and that was basically white when he left but yeah. you, but again you do see that and there is cognitive decline the older you get and that's just a fact of life and so yeah you don't want to be ageist but at the point i think this does bring that up and <laughs> saying is he capable of being able to be president at the advanced age he is or is it better suited for him to be in the center or doing other things that are we not being fair be Tamara, by saying that people in their 80s might be too old to be president no that's fine i'm just imagining what if bernie what if he ages while in the office what could he possibly look like <laughs> when he gets out of there like like the crypt keeper yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> especially to clean up the mess from the Trump White House. I mean, that's that's enough to age I don't, anybody. I don't know. I guess I could see how somebody... But, I mean, it's like, I, I'm aware that Bernie's old, you know? Yeah. I'm aware that a heart attack is a possibility with anybody at that age. So, with Biden, with any of them, it's it's just not a surprise. Yeah, I mean, even the, the like younger you, candidates, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to isolate anyone saying that they could have a heart attack, but any of them, sure. you know, there's going to be 12 people on the stage next week. Absolutely. Most of them, I'd say Mayor Pete, probably not likely, but the rest of them... I mean, you could, <laughs> It's good too. I he's, mean, that's he's not even forty, but it's true. No, it could happen. You, could. you absolutely, absolutely could. Yeah. yeah, you know. But you look at you look around the stage. You're like, yeah, I think a lot of these people are advanced in age. I mean, and... I'm old enough. I'm on cholesterol medication oh. already, so it can, yeah. you never know. I mean, if oh it runs in your family and things yeah. like that, you know, it, it it it's definitely something that people, like you said, it could happen to anybody. Well, let's uh, bring it back to the impeachment. The uh, the White House uh, has officially told uh, Nancy Pelosi that Trump nor his staff will be participating in the impeachment inquiry. Um, and this is always that question I have is like at some point you can subpoena people. And when you get back to Watergate, it was like if you don't show up, the we said, I said this last week, the police can show up and like arrest you. But I guess there's a lot of appeals. That process mm-hmm. is long and drawn out. But – just because you're not going to cooperate doesn't mean that, so, oh, so the impeachment's off. Trump says he's not coming. You know, I, I mean, I think that, that that must be the way that he sees it. Do you, do you feel like it's that cut and dried, Scott? No, I, like I said earlier, I think his his whole talking points and what they're hoping is is that they can stonewall long enough and it takes a while to go through the appeal process that if the Democratic House goes ahead to impeach him, they're going to do it on an obstruction and it's going to be more vague, and then he, he'll be able to say, oh, look, I never turned any documents because this was a witch hunt, and now they've just completely impeached me for political, partisan purposes. And if the facts really don't get out and these people don't get to go up and, and be you know, subpoenaed and, and answer questions on, on, you know, on the Hill, then it's going to look more partisan. So I think that's what they're hoping would happen because what they're actually doing is speeding up the likelihood of him being impeached. But I think that's their hope is that if he is impeached for this, then they'll be able to have a better chance to – salvage his presidency by being able not to get the facts out and not having people interview. But I I, I believe that even the Supreme Court would have a very hard time allowing that to be gotten away with. And that's sort of what happened during Nixon's presidency. Uh, He avoided subpoenas as well, and Bill Clinton did as well. And, you know, it comes with part of the course. But the Constitution clearly states that they're co-equal branches of government, and they do have a right to oversight. And uh, I, I can't even imagine that the Supreme Court especially if they really are truly conservative, are going to go against the founding fathers in the Constitution and co-equal branches of government saying, no, you can do whatever you want. 
because he's not above it. The executive branch is not above Congress. So what I, I'm guessing they're just hoping that it'll he'll be impeached, and but without the facts, it'll just be obstruction. So they will be able to just play that to their oh, partisan base. Oh, so you don't even have to actually prove your case if it's if right. It's they can just vote and say no because impeachment. Yeah, they can just they can impeach. It doesn't have to be a, a crime. They can just all vote and say, hey, we're impeaching him now for obstruction of justice for not, you know obeying these subpoenas well Tamara your gut reaction so today is October 8th uh, so October 8th 2020 is Donald <laughs> Trump still president <laughs> Ooh. that's a hard one I've got a quick follow up that's a tough one. October 8th 2021 is Donald Trump still president uh I'm gonna be the killjoy and say you? yes to both <clears throat> by the way that's just I, my I, I, show. I feel I I maybe two months ago I would have said 100% yes. Yeah. Uh, but as uh, the impe- the impeachment inquiry is uh, gaining support and I do believe that the tax returns, uh, he's going to be f- forced to uh, turn over his tax returns and the Syria thing, I don't know, everything is <laughs> the Syria thing, it's minimizing. So we've got so the minimizing. Syria thing, it's a witch hunt. Uh, yeah, no, but I know what you mean. It's With everything ramping up, it's just it's just sort of like, I don't know, it does seem like uh, he's got a little bit more, um, you know, also with less interference, less interference in this election, uh, I I do I don't know I think maybe there's a fifteen percent chance that he might not get reelected. Right, oh, but, that's it. Right. Well, oh, no, but yeah. I, I think that that's a little bit more realistic. <laughs> more than I was I, thinking before. Fifteen percent or did you fifteen? Fifteen percent that he won't be reelected. Won't be re- because before uh, I was thinking there's no way he's not going to be reelected. Uh, now I'm thinking yeah. there might be a little bit I, of a chance that he's not going to be reelected. I mean, that's a tough one. I, I was going to joke and say, "Well, do you think he's going to be president on October eighth uh, of?" 2030, you know, because he keeps saying he's possibly for a third term yeah. and a fourth term. And, yeah. Um, look, we don't I, forget, he has said many times he's America's favorite president. Right. And he's gonna, just going to stay in office. Yeah. I, I, well, that, that's, a, that's a question for We do a whole show on we that. Could. And By I, the way, if he's voted out, yeah. do, do you think he's really going to leave at noon on exactly. January 20th? <laughs> exactly. He's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just staying so, here. Yeah. Um, anyway, but finish your thought I, before I, I Look, I, I kind of agree with Tamara that, that I think there's a lot of things that are going to happen over the next several months that. The likelihood of him actually completing his term, which I've said all along, I've said this going back to when he was elected in 2017, would he actually finish his term? And I still don't think he will, especially if there's a lot of things going on. And let's say he thinks he's going to lose. He will not allow himself to lose by American voters. He will not allow himself to lose. And if he knows that he could lose and it's likely and that he could be up for crimes and everything, he would rather resign and allow Mike Pence to either, you know, give him pardon immunity him. and pardon him yeah. and then walk away and say, look, I, I walked away, you know, then, then claiming yeah. a loss by the American voter. Um, do I think he'll be impeached and removed from office? I think right now that would be like a low single digits. Um, do I think he'll be reelected? Uh, you know, again, if like I've said, if the economy dips at all and we keep seeing the economy kind of gyrating a lot lately, uh, then that's it. That's the last hope he had to even hope that he could win. And if the economy falls, that's that's all he has, and he's he's definitely done. Um, and it just again depends who who the Democratic nominee is. But yeah, I, so I, I how, don't think it's looking per- as good for him. What percentage likelihood do you think he's going to be reelected? Ooh, do you feel? I, uh, I think it's because you've got it. Uh, the quick math is Tamara says 85 percent chance he's going to be. Re-elected. You think it's lower no, than eighty five? I think it's much lower because he won by forty six. 
percent or so. So he no, he, no, I, I don't mean. I, I, no, no, I'm, but just, I'm just, just no, like my personal opinion. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like uh, incumbents usually have the upper hand, but I, he's just so despised, and and a lot of those states in the upper Midwest that gave him the victory all turned blue. And I think if Arizona flips as well, or any other states there, he's he's totally done. So it won't take a lot for him. I I think lose. that you know when we touched on it and we did tie it into to Watergate, it's the, where's the public opinion go in the next few months. You know, is is it stay kind of around where it is right now, where it's like yeah, a little bit around half of the people not actually, you know, 51 percent aren't looking for it. I, I think it's hard to imagine, you know, him not running. But what I, I've said for a long time that if he's not president anymore, it would be because he resigned. Right. Well, that's that, that I, said, yes. I think is the most like, because he'll see the writing on the wall. Right. And like he somebody he trusts to lose. So like Jared will tell him, like, right. yeah, you're going to you're going to get gonna like get eight electoral votes. Yeah. You're so going to. You, you're going to get Mondale mm-hmm. votes. You know? So you should walk away. Then you can yeah. blame Pence even after he gives you the, you know, the, the pardon and say, <laughs> look, I would have won. If he's going to he's going to wait for the ink to dry yeah. on on the Pence's pardon. pardon, right? And then he's going to go. He's going to make a living trashing Pence. Exactly. On, on, probably on Trump TV, the network that <laughs> exactly. everybody thought he was going to start in 2016. Right. Uh, uh, anyway. But look, the difference was Nixon and Clinton were both in their second terms and they couldn't run again. But Trump could, and and theoretically they. Republicans could remove him from office and still allow him to run on the ballot in 2020. So then the American voters could say, "Okay, well, let's punish him or not." So theoretically, yeah. they could remove him from office and then they could allow him to be back on the ballot next year because it is only the first term. So and you give there's him, a lot of crazy stuff that could you give happen him any too. kind of indication that uh, mm-hmm. he should run as a third party or right. you know an independent. I mean, he'll do that. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, he could he could get removed from office. He's like, well, I'm still running. Right. No, <laughs> yeah, he, he, I get he back in. Yeah, they, they could because that's a separate part of the impeachment. They yeah. can remove him from office, but then they also have to say, okay, you're not allowed, you're barred from running for office. Sorry, Sorry you didn't say no take backsies. Right. <laughs> uh, we are out of time. Uh, there is so much more to talk about, but uh, that's all right. We had more fun than we would have talked about that stuff. We'll be back next Tuesday at a special time, possibly 8 Pacific. I'm mm. now told it might be 9 Pacific, but it'll be mm. after the debate. Uh, some or all of us will be there, but you can tune in. We'll talk about all 12 of those candidates. That's mm. next Tuesday at 8 or 9 p.m. Pacific, but it'll be after the debate, uh, so you can find us then. Until then, Tim, where can people find you? Hey, if anybody's in Las Vegas, I will be performing this Friday, October 11th at the Space in Las Vegas, so come out to that live stand-up show. Woo-hoo. Wait, you've got a gig in space? In Las Vegas, Christian. Oh, Pay I, attention. I thought you were part of Space Force. <laughs> She's taking her private yeah. jet. Yes, I'm, I'm performing in space. space. Yes. That's going to be awesome. Uh, you, should, you, should, you should film it for a special. Uh, Scott, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SMAN80. That's SMAN80. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. Don't forget to follow the show at Trump Report ABTV. We will see you all next Tuesday at a special time after the debate. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.